Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Off Beat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the artisan, Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a good uh, loaf of focaccia bread. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) You're like many breads put together. Uh, Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Actually, I went to the doctor and that's what they said. (laughs) They're like... (laughs) Oh, we have good news and bad news. uh, The good news is your blood is officially yeast. (laughs) The bad news is we have to put you in an oven. (laughs) We have to... For you to reach your full potential. <laughs> cool, man. Well, how's it going, Louie? It's doing good. Doing good. We had our... It's been a while since we've had a car accident out in front of our place. Yeah, that's exciting. So it was a good time. Do you have like one of those little signs out on the fence that says, three days since last car accident? I probably should. <laughs> yeah. So we're watching TV and we hear like a... And then a boom. And we're like, what? Like the dog got all freaked out. Mm. So I'm not sure how the cars hit each other, but one cross the lane of traffic and like we have a uh, bus stop out mm. front she hits the garbage can and like it exploded and the garbage <laughs> can was like cemented to the ground i i mean i didn't actually see it happen uh, i imagine it was like a the night- dog heard it all <laughs> the, dog, yeah. the dog was recalling it to you through barks yeah so i imagine it was like you know a miami vice chase scene from a 1980s tv show <laughs> where when they hit the, the flies everywhere <laughs> And, like, they go through the produce. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? People diving out of the way. So then I go out to make sure she's cool. They're like, the, they're, everyone's okay. And the lady driving the car that hit the garbage can is just, like, walking around her car. Oh, no. But not looking at her car. Just, like, walking around the car. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, my car. I'm like, just sit down. You know, the police are coming. She looks at me. She's like, were you driving the other car? <laughs> I'm like, no, I live there. She's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, pretty sure. You're like, I'm the guy who hit you last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, I had to convince her I didn't hit her and that she should just like sit down and chillax versus, uh, you know, circling her car like a shark. You're like, give me your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of your insurance. <laughs> wow. So, and the cops came and then. The, the cops came. Did they ask the dog for testimony? <laughs> yes, the dog had, had to hold his paw up in court. <laughs> A seeing eye dog witness. Yeah. <laughs> seeing eye witness dog. Seeing eye witness dog. <laughs> so what have you been up to? Oh, not much. You know, we are. We just finished a virtual show here in the garage a yeah. couple minutes ago, and they cut off the virtual show in the middle. Yes. And since Louie produces my virtual shows, he is the guy who's communicating between <laughs> the client who hired me and myself, who's in the middle of performing. Yep. They were not happy with some of the content you that know, I was putting out. The biggest stress I had was writing these notes to you legibly. <laughs> yes, because if you've listened to past podcasts, Louis can't, he can't even read his own writing. I, I had a, a note that said end. I had to write three times <laughs> to make sure you end, understood. End the show. End the show. I don't know why they just didn't cut me off. Why I had to graciously end early. Yeah. You know, I don't know why they just didn't cut me off and have the MC come on and be like, hey, folks, we're having some technical difficulties like they did the last time. Yeah. <laughs> They cut my show off. You would think I would have learned. Yes. You learned the technical difficulties is the old-timey hook that comes out of the wings. Much. Yeah, it's weird because they asked me to do a clean G-rated show, and so I did. I cut a lot of things out of the show mm-hmm. that I thought would you know, make it appropriate and make it for a 
you know, something that they wanted. Yep. And they were not happy. Nope, nope. And I think you're in a hard place because when they won a G-rated show for adults, I think that if they get a G-rated show, they're not going to be happy. Mm. That's the thing. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was unfortunate all. And now, you know, what sucks is I have to do another show for them. <laughs> so now they're they want me they want me to do all this like sort of you know get on a call with them and you know do a debriefing and they want me to do another a dry run of my show so You're that not, they can just x stuff out. This feels like this is more intense than like when they went and got Bin Laden. They're like, okay, we want you to rebuild your theater in this secure location. <laughs> We're gonna have an army this is of harder than faking the moon landing, man. <laughs> well, it's what's what sucks is like if this wasn't in the middle of a pandemic, like if I wasn't, you know, not doing a lot of shows, I would just be like, screw off, like I don't need the money, yeah. take it. But now I'm like, God, do I, I kind of need the money? Yeah. And at what point do I sacrifice my artistic integrity for for, for some a cash? paycheck? It was a financial company, and I mentioned how much they made, which I found on Wikipedia, Yep, and that was upsetting to them. It's kind of like the person that hates you already, and there's nothing you can do that will make them like you, no matter what. And it's like, I think they were just watching the show through that lens. They said something they didn't like at the beginning, and then then they, everything I said after that was just like... Ah! I mean, I guess you did mention it, and their stock is down two point three six percent today. Boom! <laughs> so, so maybe taking it was, their stock down. Maybe it was a sore subject. <laughs> People are like, "I'm getting out of this company. They're <laughs> shutting Matt down in the middle of the show, selling stocks. Sell, this sell. is not a company I want to be part of." <laughs> so, uh, kudos to you for having to deal with that, and uh, we are sort of in the midst of. Figuring out what the next step is. So in entertainment, there's a lot of things where things are happening and to your friend who's performing and you're like, oh, that sucks. I'm like, but glad I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad for me. It's I just feel it's unfortunate that uh, that they feel that way, that they don't that they're upset at innocuous things. Yes. Right. It's so silly. And it's like if you watch a Disney movie. There's like all sorts of crazy stuff that happens. And it's like, that is G-rated. Yeah, that's just it. Like, you know, they're poisoning people. Yeah, killing people. Yeah. Stealing people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kidnapping. Yeah, there's a lot of racism. And that that parrot in Aladdin, jeez. (laughs) Foul mouth. (laughs) Yeah, so we will let you know how that goes on the next podcast. (laughs) Let's get to the stories, Louie. Let's do it. And now for some weird news. This story comes from foxnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than what Fox News says about the election results. <laughs> yeah, they uh, <laughs> they got their own system, their own sort of formula, and it all leads one way. Yes. <laughs> story goes, police ID pastor accused of urinating on female Delta passenger. He peed on me. He's like, I didn't pee on you. I baptized you. <laughs> yeah, the weirdest bapti- baptism ever. It's like, P.S., 
You've been saved. Yeah, I just warded off evil spirits <laughs> by peeing around you. You are not going to rot in purgatory anymore. <laughs> You're welcome. I was sword fighting Jesus while you slept. <laughs> I was sword fighting Satan. <laughs> Police on Tuesday identified the man accused of urinating on a fellow passenger during a Delta flight earlier this month as a pastor from Raleigh. A police report obtained by the Winston-Salem Journal says Daniel Chalmers was arrested at the Detroit Metro Airport after the flight landed on October 13th. I don't know why they would have arrested him. I would have claimed you're violating my uh, First Amendment rights to express my religion how I need to. (laughs) For so many years, I've been persecuted (laughs) for my religious pee. (laughs) Where is my religious freedom to pee where I want? I'm a pastor with a capital P. (laughs) I pee as Jesus pees on a plane on a lady's leg. (laughs) According to the report... We are the church of the the dog. (laughs) According to the report, a passenger named Alicia Beverly told police she woke up on the plane around 2.45 a.m. to find a man urinating on her. So I'm curious if he just like leaned over and whazzed on her or was like standing up. Well, later in the article, it says he was standing up. But can you imagine waking up and there's a dude with his yang hanging out, peeing on you? You're like, not again. (laughs) Not again. Kappa Psi Phi Sigma. (laughs) After that night of drinking, I know I said my mouth tasted like a toilet. Police said Beverly alerted the flight crew and the two were separated. When asked what had happened, Beverly reportedly replied, he peed on me. (laughs) Of course. Trouser snakes on a plane. (laughs) When the man was asked, what did you do? He reportedly said, I peed on her. I thought I was going to the bathroom. I don't think you thought you actually were. All was correct in that statement. (laughs) I thought I was going to the bathroom. Well, sir, you were. Oh, well, in that case, what's the problem? Then where's the poop? (laughs) Let me wash my hands. (laughs) After the plane landed in Detroit, airport police boarded the plane and Beverly told the officers what had happened. Police said the man initially denied her accusations, telling officers, I'm a pastor. That is out of my character and I didn't do it. Which is the most obnoxious thing that you can say. Yeah. It's like, what, pastors can't do illegal activities? Well, it's always like when people get arrested and they're like, I'm a, I'm a nurse. I wouldn't kill anyone. I'm like, nah, I don't know. You know it's just, it's, your occupation has nothing to do exactly. with the thing that you did. Exactly. Reportedly did. When, when he asked for proof of the woman's allegations, one of the officers told him that the victim's clothing was covered in his urine, which I don't know how they know it was his urine. It's not like asparagus. Yeah. Well, it could just be covered in urine, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be his. I, and, doesn't it suck to be the cop? You're like, oh, it's going to be a drunk disorderly. We're going to bust some skulls on this plane. You get on and you're like swabbing pee. Yeah. Right. You have to call in the canine unit. They're like, do you want the drug dog? No. Do you want the, uh, the... Cadaver dog? No. Do we have like a urine dog? (laughs) Dog that can match up urine? (laughs) Well, you used to always would make the paper that like, you know, some celebrity have a, or not necessarily celebrity, but frequently celebrity, would have a meltdown on a plane and would like take a dump on the stewardess service cart. What? Oh, it was huge in like the late 80s. That was the thing to do. Yeah. Oh, nice. They get like super hammered or meth out and then just like. (laughs) And then poop. And then poop on the cart, on the service cart. (laughs) And that's like my dream is to be on the plane when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that ever happening. But uh, yeah, that would make quite a story, Louie. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so the officer was like, she, her legs covered in urine, the seats covered in urine. He also told the man that he was the only person standing on the aircraft 
aircraft and was observed standing directly over the victim. <laughs> I like how no one else on this plane stopped. There's like a dude peeing. Like, I would be like, yo, buddy. What, would you jump up like he's trying to hijack the plane and tackle him? No, you would just be like, you would elbow your wife who's asleep next to you and be like, dude, that dude's peeing on I'd that I'd be lady. taking selfies. <laughs> I can't believe there's not cell phone video of this. Yeah, that's true. It was 2.45 a.m. So. Yeah, but you see the dude stand up and you start hearing the splashing and you smell it two rows away. <laughs> it's cell phone time. The officer said in his report that he observed a small, visually apparent wet spot in the groin area of his shorts and that he smells of alcohol and his eyes were bloodshot. He's like, this isn't bloodshot eyes from drinking. I was smoking weed. <laughs> the man also told police he was on medication. He's like, my my prilief. <laughs> what is it? What's the, the, the bladder control medicine? He's <laughs> like, I forgot my prilief. <laughs> police identified the man as Daniel Chalmers. The journal reported that Chalmers is the lead pastor at Love Wins Ministries at, in Raleigh and a staff member at Catch the Fire Raleigh Durham Church. I know. Unfortunately, due to his potential chlamydia, the lady's like, I just caught the fire. <laughs> yeah, geez, this is crazy. Chalmers was excorted off the plane and taken into custody. According to the report, Chalmers told the captain he planned to sue Delta Airlines for defamation of character for their treatment of him. What's the poor treat? That's how, they didn't like rough him up, I don't, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, detaining him, maybe, you yeah. know, and well, smelling his crotch, having the welcome, dog come welcome, in. Welcome to white privilege right there. <laughs> An FBI agent later interviewed Chalmers and cited him for simple assault before he was released. In a statement to Fox News, Delta Airlines confirmed that law enforcement officials met Delta Flight 874 from Las Vegas to Detroit upon arriving on the morning of October 13th due to an unruly customer. Can you imagine now, like... You know, his brother-in-law's there to pick him up, and he has to text him, like, yo, I'm going to be, like, a little bit late coming down, yeah. down the, the, to the baggage claim. Uh, Do you remember when they said, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Apparently, I carried some of it with me. I, I just <laughs> I just wanted to get rid of it before we landed in Detroit. Is this the pasture relief area? <laughs> <laughs> Before Chalmers was identified, speculation grew online about the identity of the urinating pastor. Great band name, by the way. Yeah. Last Friday, Will Graham, the executive director of the Billy Graham Training Center at the Cove and Associate Evangelist with the Billy Graham Evangelist Association, took to social media to dispel rumors that he might be the culprit. He's like, I run a mega church. Clearly, that's a. I, he's like, I've got my own plane. I love how he needed to go to Twitter. Like, you know, folks, normally when there's a urinating story about a pastor, it is me. Yeah, frequently this, it's me. This one time, not me. I was peeing on someone in a Greyhound bus. I have three friends who said they were peed on by me willingly <laughs> at another location at that same time. I have the signatures to prove. <laughs> All right, so Fox News reached out to Graham, who declined to comment. I don't know why they reached out to Graham and not to Daniel Chalmers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it might be harder because I went to the Love Wins Ministries website, uh -huh. and it's down. You, like, all the, you just get, like, enter a password. But I dialed. Try P. I, try, I tried Love Wins, and I P. <laughs> Urina urination. <laughs> urine love. Love urine. <laughs> urine love. <laughs> Pee on me. Try pee on me. All right. Let's See if try. that gets us in. Nope. I hope I hope he has software pee logging these attempts. When you're not strong, <laughs> I'll be your friend. I'll help you <laughs> I hope uh, he has software logging these attempts we're putting in. I love that he is the R. Kelly of the religious world. Oh, yeah. He, he writes like he, he's a filmmaker, so he has one compelled by love. 
Oh, yeah. And it shows a lady. I, when you say filmmaker, that's in quotations, right? It is on their website, yes. <laughs> oh, for 49 bucks, you can get a Love Wins hoodie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Comes pre-urine stain. Urine stain. Comes with a little bit of it. Yeah, so thank goodness for this internet Wayback Machine. If I were them, I would run with this and like make all sorts of funny merchandise that they could yeah. like, sort of use to monopolize. You're in good hands with Jesus? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I was would... on the cross, but then peeing on the Romans down below. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so put, you... I put the P in hope. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Louie? What do you think about this? Just based on them pulling down and him not being like, I did not do that. I mean, I guess he did say that, but uh, not fighting harder. I think he probably did it. That's yeah. my opinion. Well, and I mean, he. I'm surprised that he only got cited with simple assault as opposed to like exposure. Yeah. Well, I guess you're on a private place, though. You're in a. You're on a plane. But that's private property. Yeah. So couldn't. So you're saying like if I go into a mall uh-huh. and I pull my dick out, that's not exposure because <laughs> it's private <laughs> property. I don't know. I'm. Tr- <laughs> it might be assault. <laughs> Well, it's weird. We looked it up in Washington recently. Um, so you can be naked anywhere in Washington. Uh, so you could do that in the mall, and it's not illegal. But it's private property. But you could do it in, on the sidewalk out in front of the mall or in the street. It's it's your what you do. I do with, every Friday if you guys want to come by. <laughs> Northgate North Mall. mall. <laughs> uh, so it's what you do with that that's the crime. Uh-huh. And I think assault is worth the paperwork where indecent exposure is not. Yeah. Get it all. Yeah. Charge him with everything. That's what I say. And the dry cleaning bill. This guy was like, (laughs) since his pants were wet, he's like, I was just demonstrating how masks work. And if I try and pee on you with my pants on. (laughs) Exactly. I was trying to live that meme. (laughs) Yeah, he's coming home from Vegas. He's drunk. It's late at night. It's easy to confuse a leg with a, a room. Yeah. I don't know why planes don't have security cameras on them. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, the Greyhound bus has a security yeah. camera. Well, some shit happens on Greyhound buses. Yeah. Normally <laughs> on planes, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Enjoy. Weird News Story Part 2. This story comes from Reuters.com. That's a news source more reliable than a bottomless hibachi chef. Oh, the hibachi's like you slice the... <laughs> yeah, the uh, Japanese gotcha. steakhouse uh, yeah, where he's yeah, yeah. flipping the onion in your mouth. Yeah, why not? You know, he's in his underwear. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, bottomless. I don't... Does bottomless mean completely... Yeah. Okay, all right. I did not know that. You're right, then. That is very dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the oil burns. <laughs> The headline is Japan Sushi Chef Using Bodybuilder Delivery to Buoy COVID-19 Hit Business. No shirt, no shoes, no contact. (laughs) (laughs) No shirt, no shoes, no business. That's that's the way I go. Anyway, and the story goes... No shirt, no shoes, no selfies. (laughs) Story goes, a sushi restaurant in central Japan is trying to boost sluggish demand during the coronavirus pandemic by sending shirtless bodybuilders till... 
to deliver food to its customers. I think this is just a loophole. The guy's trying to get his gym open, so he's getting it designated as a sushi restaurant. Oh, yeah, because there is a video of, like, all these guys who are apparently the delivery men working out. Yes. You know, getting, and they're all, like, you know, lifting platters of sushi. <laughs> Just doing bicep curls with <laughs> rolling nori rolls. <laughs> the service dubbed Delivery Macho was established by 41-year-old Amazushi chef Masanori Sagura, who is also a competition bodybuilder. I don't know if I want my chefs to be, like, including their hobbies in it. Like, I'm also an archer, so I'm going to shoot this sushi into your face. <laughs> Yeah, right? When they hand you the menu, they're like, look at this menu right here. Would you like to see the sushimi rolls? They're on my back. (laughs) Which way is the bathroom? Over there! (laughs) Sugura has recruited his friends who worked at fitness gyms to work as sushi delivery staff as they were out of work during the pandemic. I mean, that's nice of him reaching out. Yeah, they're putting putting people in work. That's awesome. The only condition is that customers need to order a minimum of 7,000 yen, which is about $66, to get a taste of the delivery. Delivery macho. But I don't think you actually get to taste him. No, you're not. It's, it's not like a bachelorette party where he's like, you know, hey, I, I came to put a stop to this ruckus going on. It's like a old timey porno. Who ordered the sushi? <laughs> you can put that sushimi down my pants. The promotion has been a sensation on Twitter, and Sugura receives up to 10 orders a day with monthly earnings from the service. Of about 1.5 million yen, about $14,000 a month. I like that they're they're trying to think outside the box and make something happen. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I would imagine it's mostly just gay men ordering it and women who live alone, who are lonely, maybe. Or bachelorette parties. <laughs> I don't think there's bachelorette parties. You can't have a bachelorette party in COVID times. Sure you can. You have to turn the computer so you can see the Zoom, <laughs> him in the background on the Zoom. Hey, these Naguri rolls come bronzed. <laughs> so you get the Yelp complaint. Uh, three stars. There was bronzer on my... <laughs> I was expecting bigger muscles on the, the delivery man. The delivery man, not pecs, not as much. Yeah, yeah. he didn't go full Monty. <laughs> he didn't go full delivery macho. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good for them. You know, everyone, get you're giving jobs to people. Yeah. You know, you're staying in business. You're helping people have some sort of interaction that is sort of kitschy and fun yeah. and sexy. You know, why not? Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think we should start doing this. Yeah? Yeah. You can order some, we'll bring you coffee. Here's the deal. Two guys who are not in shape <laughs> will show up and, bring you and coffee. take their clothes off. You give them money to put their clothes back on. For a minimum of 7,000 yen, we will do the podcast topless at your house. The coffee is free if you can hold your puke in. <laughs> the coffee is free if you take a sip and go... We're on to something, Louie. We're on to something. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you so much for listening. Hope your holiday season is going great. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? You can catch me on the 18th. That's Friday, 7 a.m. I'll be dropping my daughter off to get her wisdom teeth pulled. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. uh, I had to make a deal to buy them from her. She wanted too much money. Oh, what was she trying to sell them at? 
20 bucks a tooth. What? Yeah, I said... You're like, I made those, technically. Yeah, I'm like, I have a jar of your teeth already <laughs> that I took for free. <laughs> those <laughs> teeth came from me. Exactly. <laughs> well, and then, so she's like, okay, 15 bucks. Because I, I go, $10 is what they're worth. Yeah. Which is, I'm overpaying at that point. Yeah. So she goes, 15 each. I'm like, here's the deal. I'll give you 40 bucks, whatever they can harvest. Yeah. So you get a flat fee, 40 bucks. Smart. If they all get smashed up and I get none, that's fine. Yeah. If I get all four, boom. Yeah. Well, it's like you could either have money or not have money. So yeah. And, it, and what it, would you like? It does not change anything they're doing to you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you could either have twenty dollars. Yep. Or zero dollars. What well, would you rather have? She goes. It's weird for someone to have my teeth, and I go. I already have them. Yeah. We already keep them. So I was like, we have one of your dirty diapers from a child also. Yeah. <laughs> I whittled part of your heel <laughs> off, and I keep it in a jar. So, uh, and then at 6 p.m. on Friday, you can catch me. I'll be doing a cocktail demo for the International Brotherhood of Magicians. Oh, nice. What's the cocktail? Uh, I think I'm going to do a gin fizz. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Not a slow gin fizz, just a regular gin Regular. Fizz. Technically, it's a silver gin fizz because it has the egg white. Hmm. Gin fizz does not have egg white. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And where can they catch them at Baker Comedy Stunt Show? Well, I got a virtual show uh, today, which is on Tuesday the 15th. If you're listening to this uh, when it comes out, I will be doing a virtual show for Kaiser Permanente. And then on Wednesday, I should be doing a, sh- a virtual show <laughs> for this company I did today. We'll see how that goes. It's going to be amazing. I'm not quite sure it's going to happen, uh, just based off of my anger talking about it. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so other than that, just hanging out. Headed back to Oregon. We're, uh, we're out on the farm now. These are, this is the last podcast we will actually record in this studio. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's been a good run here in this studio. Yeah, I've got to take my time machine home. Yeah, and you, you, we have an articulated mummified cat staring at your face. Yeah, it's a good time. His <laughs> <laughs> tongue is really creepy. <laughs> But we want to thank you so much uh, for listening, folks. Please send us stories at info at oddandoffbeat.com if you come across something that you think we should talk about. Yep, yep. You can also like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram. LinkedIn, are we on LinkedIn? No, we should be. Okay. We need to find you some new work. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing G-rated shows, apparently. (laughs) So uh, thank you so much for listening. Give us a five-star review if you can and have not already. It does help us out quite a bit. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.